Welcome everyone to your ongoing journey or leap into a new world of opportunity. Inside Japan podcast is a stepping stone for your next adventure. It is a show built with informative interviews, perspectives on local life, and how you can master your path into the unknown. For today, kick back and listen to the wisdom of our host, James. James here, coming to you with episode number 101 of the Inside Japan podcast, brought to you as always by JobsJapan.com. The best place to go to find your next job, your first job, or your best job in Japan, JobsJapan.com is where you got to be. My friends, we're here, episode number 101, and it is a doozy of one for sure. I got Jerome here from the Tozan Union, and uh, I got I found him because I saw on the Interact ALT Facebook group, they kind of had a, a collective bargaining meeting with Interact, and uh, it was successful. And I was like, okay, well, that's something I want to talk to that person about and see what that's all about, right? What is that like? What happens when you go up against Interact to say, hey, we want this, right? Um, of course, we get into once I get in the ALT kind of world, behind the scenes world, I have a lot of questions. So I asked about 29.5 hours thing. Of course, we talked about, hey, what's going to happen to a lot of ALT jobs after Corona thing, during Corona thing? Um, what's going to happen if they change the schedule of, of, of the schools to Saturdays having school? What happens if summer vacations are wiped out? What's going to happen to all these ALTs then? So it's a very, a lot of questions. And, you know, there wasn't a lot of direct answers Jerome gave me, but there was a lot of uh, things you can do anyways because we don't know we're probably not going to know because corona who knows what that's going to end but there's a lot of things you could do to prepare and to get ready for one of them of course is joining a union that can help you in the case you need it and it seems like now is a, the best time to do it more than any other time because very uncertain times ahead for a lot of people working out there ALTs especially uh, but but any, it helps any, anyone is kind of going through everyone is going through uncertain times right now so uh, but especially foreigners working in Japan also talked about jets that got hired, but don't know if you're going to be coming this year. I mean, that's a big question mark, too. Lots of questions. Wish I had more answers, but knowledge is power, my friends. So that's my goal with this episode was to give you some power in the form of knowledge. And that was given to us by Jerome of the Tozen Union. So sit back, enjoy this episode all about working in Japan. As simple as that. <laughs> I don't know what else to call it. What's the what's the hook here? But it's all about working in Japan, uh, collective bargaining, interact, ALT, 29.5 hours, coronavirus, everything you want, and a lot more. Enjoy. All right, guys, very special guest today. His name is Jerome, and he is a member of, uh, more than a member, but I want to get into that, Tozen Union. Jerome, how are you doing tonight? I'm fine. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. So yeah, why don't you clear me up here? What exactly is your position at the Tozen Union? So um, I am uh, an organizer, and also I serve as field director uh, for Tozen Union. So uh, as an organizer, uh, I'm responsible to be the uh, the case officer uh, or the the uh, Tantoja for different um, chapters that we have, uh, and one of those chapters happens to be the ALT chapter. Um, and as field director, I'm responsible for uh, growing the union and uh, also our membership process. Okay, so I, I've had a, you know I've had the general union on before, and I'm with Tozen Union. So thanks so much for your time here, because I'd like to learn about what you're doing. Because I think a lot of people, let's see if you agree with me, have this weird feeling about unions and how they're kind of negative or doing something bad. Uh, I don't know. Do you think that's true? It feels like that's kind of some people think that for some reason about unions in Japan, helping ALTs especially. 
Well, let's start with recently the uh, the reputation of unions has improved, um, I think, in the wake of a lot of different social movements that have come up. Occupy Wall Street, for example, um, you know, I I think really did did a lot to improve the image of unions. Um, I'm not sure. I think that the, there has been a generations long campaign in in the United States and and also globally sort of spread to Japan to to demonize unions as being this kind of relic of the past. But the truth is, in Japan, unions are part of the fabric, and at least since World War II, have always been part of the fabric of industrial life. Uh, most big companies have unions, and while it's true a lot of those unions are company dominated, uh, the the right to collective bargaining, the right to collective action, the right to solidarity are guaranteed constitutional rights that are respected and upheld in, in the courts here. So, uh, to, to to summarize all that, I probably uh, rambled on a bit, but <laughs> no, no, no. I don't I don't think that uh, the I think the reputation is improving, and I also think that there are a lot of misconceptions about what unions do, and you know, and 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 all of that that are uh, finally uh, I think perceptions are changing. Yeah. Fortunately. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm trying to do here too, is we'll show the good parts about it. Because I remember when I was in LT, I'm not in anymore, but I was seven years ago. I heard about this u- union, and I was like, well, that sounds bad. I don't know what that's going to do for me, so I'm not going to join it. But now looking back, it seems like. If you want to improve things, it's a great way to go about that. I know it's a long road and, you know, there's a lot of things that go into that. But it seems like unions are only doing positive things for the workers, right? Well, the, the purpose of a union is to uh, improve the working conditions of its members. And uh, the, the way a union does that is by uh, joining together uh, and making and, 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 and using the collective power of, of the people. The, um, stumbling on my words, but using the co- the collective power of of all of the the members together to 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 pressure management into improving working conditions, and there are ways that we do that. So, for example, uh, if a union demands collective bargaining, management must agree and uh, and and negotiate in good faith with the union, and it's it's their obligation to do so. Uh, I'd say it's a pretty good thing. Uh, unions are democratic. So in our union, Tozen Union, we really pride ourselves on democracy. So we want to do, we only demand the things that our members want, uh, want to change, want to improve about their workplaces. We're not, we're not out to destroy companies. We're not out to make life, we're not here to make life difficult. That's not the point. The point is that there's an unequal relationship between management and workers. If you're an individual bargaining a contract with management, you're not going to uh, have very good leverage. You know, with a company, for example, like Interact, that's huge. As one ALT, you have no power. And, you know, that's the bad thing. That's the the, the, the social ill that, uh, that a union remedies by um, giving those individuals the ability to become a collective and, and, and provide a counterweight to, to management's awesome and sometimes almost unchecked power. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, uh, you know, uh, before, I was going to move on to a different thing before we got into this, but you mentioned Interact, so I want to get into it right now. So yeah. um, it, with this coronavirus is happening, we're recording this in late April. Coronavirus is still, I don't want to say all the rage. That's a bad word for it, but it's all the world's talking about. It's affecting all the world right now. Uh, so you just did some some negotiation with Interact. So can you go through, through that process, please? So first, I want to know... Uh, you know, what were you, what led to you say, okay, we got to talk, go to interact officially. And then how does that even happen? How does that, how does that process happen? Well, first, let me start by giving a little bit of background. So, um, Tozen Union has been around for, uh, 10 years. So we would have celebrated our 10 year anniversary at our, our convention, um, in, 
in April, but obviously due to the coronavirus, we we are neither celebrating anything nor uh, in a position to to have any kind of convention. Um, uh, although we we are able to do stuff online, but we uh, we postponed that. But when we founded our, when we founded our our union ten years ago, one of the founding chapters was our ALT chapter, and. Um, ALT has decided to create one chapter because a lot of our AL, rather than go by different companies and boards of education individually, because ALTs are they're kind of a mix. A lot of times people would would be in the same board of education, but the dispatch company would change, and a lot of times they they would move around from year to year themselves. And so uh, we we were trying to figure out what to do with that. We decided to just create an ALT chapter. Um, on and off within that chapter, we've had. Inter, um, um, we have had Interact shops and we've had collective bargaining on and off for the past 10 years with Interact. And the most recent iteration happened last year where we had three members. Uh, de- uh, we declared them and created a fairly normal slate of, of demands, conversion to permanent employment, for example, uh, improvements in the system for tracking hours, uh, that, that you know, raises, that, kinds of, that kind of thing. The normal union demands you might expect for a, 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 you know, outside of a crisis situation. So we had already been bargaining and making some progress on, on demands with Interac. And uh, you know, for the for the time being, labor relations. I mean, of course, it's never perfect, but Interact was coming, showing up to collective bargaining. Uh, broadly, there were we we were able to make progress in converting one of our members to full time employment. This is all before the whole coronavirus thing uh, happened. So we already ha- we're beginning to make some progress with Interact, which is very positive, and and we appreciate that, and we appreciate the effort Interact made in negotiating with the union about that. So the crisis hits uh, with with, uh, with the coronavirus, and the uh, it became apparent that some of our members, though not all, the, the ones working for Sagamihara Board of Education, uh, were going to be required to go in for at least a week. Uh, and this was after the state of emergency was declared. So we're in a we're in a really tough place because we want our members to be paid and we want our members to be paid a hundred percent regardless of what the law says but at the same time you know the law has there's a there's something called kugio teate where uh, you can be paid 60 percent if you're um, asked not to not to work we, we don't want that because you don't live 60 percent of your life so we, we don't want people to stop being paid but we don't want to send uh, our members into a pandemic for, for two reasons um, first obviously for their safety but more importantly, for the safety of everyone else, as you know about this pandemic, we're not just potential victims, we're all potential weapons. And we, we owe it to society as a union and as workers not to, not, not to endanger everyone else. And, and so, again, this is, you know, people sometimes think of unions as being selfish, but quite the contrary, working from home, staying at home, that is a social obligation. And I think LT work is important. Our members think ALT work is important, but it is not essential. It's not essential like a doctor. It's not essential like uh, some, some sort of first responder in that way. It's essential for our children's education, but that that's going to have to wait. We have to worry about something different. And ALT work, a lot of it can be done from home. Uh, it's not ideal, uh, you know, but there's a lot that can be done from home if, if you need to. So we took that to interact um and told them we really we really wanted to make sure that that week that they would have had to go in that they that they that they, our members could stay home interact uh when we when as the article that we posted i think that you read um 
said, you know, at first they, they really did try their best and they said, look, we, we got it down to one day. But the virus doesn't doesn't care, right? One day is enough. And so we, we kept the pressure on and uh, they promised to contact Sagamihara Board of Education and work it out, uh, try to work it out. And they did. And and so, you know, again, you know, hats off to Interact. I, I don't, you know, I, I don't go easy on companies when, when, when they don't do the right thing. But here, Interact did the right thing and we appreciate it. Um, so that's the good side of this. And I've, I've spoken a lot, so I'll, I'll pause, but there's, there's something coming in the future that we're, we're worried about for, for everyone that I, I should talk about. There's a few things, but yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. So I'll stop you there real quick. So, um, a lot, first of all, yeah, props for Interact for doing that and not, you know, Interact has this, you know, Interact has the worst, uh, worst, uh, what's it called? Worst perception online about Interact as a horrible company. I don't think that's true. Um, they do what they say they do. I don't know. You know more about me, but for me, when I worked there for five years, they did what they promised me they would do. So I have no problems there, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, so props there for for this case for saying, yeah, we agree with you. Uh, so when you want to do this, though, um, is this Tozen Union kind of has to send a formal request to interact and say, hey, we want to meet up because of this. I mean, I, I know it's online now, yeah. but is that what you have to do? Like, hey, we want to talk about this. Yes. And they probably I mean, it's not a happy thing for them to, to come to that. Right. I mean, they, are they reluctant to join or do they say, OK, we'll, we'll see you there. Well, management never thanks us for <laughs> sending a collective bargaining request. They're, they're legally required to meet with the union. So okay. they have to say yes. Um, now, meeting with the union in, in person is, is how collective bargaining is done. And it's how we always insist it be done. However, of course, now um, uh, we have this coronavirus. So we did that session online of course uh using not skype but using i think we used zoom yeah um and and you know we, we're making adjustments to as a union you know um for that so no i mean they didn't thank us we met at on saturday night i think it was saturday at 10 o'clock or saturday night at nine o'clock so it's like you know it wasn't i don't think anyone was particularly thrilled <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah at that session but they they, they you know they, they don't say it's a thank you note but you know we did we have had like I said, on and off relations with Interact. There was a time when Interact used to refuse to negotiate with the union. That's that's all changed. Um, but we had to fight for that. Uh, there was a, 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 a generations of union activity at Interact beforehand um, that um, uh, cleared the way for us. So we've had it relatively easy in that in that sense uh, because of the work that was done before this iteration of Interact uh, uh, activism. And, and I just want to say, you know, again. If, if, if you were talking about interact reputation. Uh, LT dispatch is kind of a mess in general. The, the problem with the LT dispatch is that they um, they're competing. A lot of times they're competing on price, and everyone you know the, the dispatch company gets a cut of 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 the money that that would ordinarily go to wages. And so um, you know they're a middleman, right? And so it's it's it, it can be quite messy. Um, I don't know that Interact is, is – I don't want to say Interact is any worse or any better. But what I will say is that if you have a union at your company, that's not because your company is a bad company. Actually, we if people hate their company, I don't advise making a union there because if you really, really hate the company, you, you probably don't want to stick around. Unions should be thinking long term and people tend to work at Interact longer than maybe other dispatch companies, which is why there's that union activity there. 
it's a compliment, not an insult, right? And I think that, that, that again, this is those misperceptions, both about, oh, there's union activity at the company, the company must be bad. Not necessarily. I mean, all companies have their better or worse companies. All companies have room places for improvement. Yeah, yeah, that, it's, that's true. I never thought about it that way because if you if you don't like the company, you're leaving a year. Who cares what the conditions are? Because you're just going to get out of there. So you know, that's true. That uh, improving conditions doesn't help you if you leave right after they change. Right? I mean, that's good. Yeah, and, and the idea that oh, I got fired, call the union. No, that I mean, <laughs> yeah, of course people do. Obviously, we will take consultations, and, and people who've been fired have rights, and and unions fight to protect them. But if you're joining a union after there's a problem, like and a lot of the people dealing with the coronavirus right now, if you're joining a union after there's a problem, your options are much more limited than yeah. if you're joining a union um, you know, during, uh, you know, with time to prepare. That being said, now's the time to organize because we really need to, to – uh, companies need to step up in the middle of the corona pandemic. They have social responsibilities uh, and, and we, need to, we need to be organized to make sure companies do exactly what is good for society um, and in consultation with their employees. Yeah, because in my view, when this, when this, let's say this coronavirus slows down, whenever that is, I'm like to try to guess, but okay, it's, let's say it slows down. Okay, now we're kind of we're cool. Let's go back to school. Uh, I've heard some talk about school on Saturdays, you know, stuff like this. Okay, where some vacations going? That's going to really change how maybe ALTs are expected to work, right? Well, this is the thing that I was alluding to before that I'm worried about. So. I feel like yeah, it's nice to celebrate this victory that we had where we pressured Interact to pressure Sagabihara Board of Education to allow our ALTs to work from home. Uh, and uh, But there's this, there's this schedule that people, I think, have in their heads that after Golden Week, that's when we're going to have this thing licked and things are going to start up again. This isn't just an ALT world, but I know that Interact is, is – telling their ALTs, at least uh, telling our members uh, that, that they're starting up shortly after Golden Week. Uh, I think Tokyo Board of Education is thinking the same thing. A lot of companies are thinking the same thing. And I, I don't I don't want to alarm everyone. And I, I'm not a by any means a medical expert, but I, I have a feeling that we're not going to have this thing licked yeah. by after Golden Week. And uh, I don't want to be vulgar, but that's when the stuff's going to hit the fan <laughs> yeah. because – Interact at that point is going to be asking some questions, as are different companies, and we're going to be asking the, you know, these questions. What are we going to do? Are we going to continue working from home, or are we going to be in denial and have to fight companies to make sure they don't keep sending members in? And for companies that aren't companies that, that, that their revenue is impacted, you know, get, gets hit by this, they're going to claim that they don't have money to pay to pay people to stay home and. And I'm sympathetic to that, but you know, when you hire an employee, you take responsibility for them. That's part of the deal, right? So um, the, the government can can is going to be under pressure as well. So I'm really worried about Golden Week. Like I've never feared Golden Week. I sometimes fear Golden Week because of that the classic Gogatsubyo thing in Japan, where you have this great Golden Week and you don't want to come back to work. Yeah, yeah. I really don't want people to go back to work after Golden Week. <laughs> yeah. And I'm really afraid of that. And I think people need to get their act together and get organized now because after Golden Week, we're going to have to convince management that the pandemic is still here. Mm. And that's um, yeah, for me, I'm, I'm, you know, I think people are. I don't know if ever everyone's per, opinions, of course. I'm just guessing my opinion. I, I'm kind of worried about a lot of ALTs' position at their school at all, right? Because I think maybe they could say, well, you know, let's say it goes three months. Okay, let's say okay, coronavirus is strongly here in in three months. 
they might say, well, okay, we don't need ALTs this whole year or something like that, right? That's very possible. You could see a world where that's true, right? I mean, that could happen, right? Well, so if the, if there's a – so, okay, if you're in a labor contract, you can't just unilaterally nullify that labor contract. So yeah, they'll, yeah, yeah. They'll, I mean, it'll, it's going to really depend on a lot of the circumstances. But if that happens, um, if you're hearing that, if anyone's hearing that – um, I would uh, contact us or contact a, uh, another union, but contact. But uh, since I it, since I'm here, I'll, I'll plug my union, Tokyo yeah. Ge- uh, Tokyo General Union or Tozen Union. You can find uh, our contact information at www.tokyogeneralunion.org, and uh, uh, that that way we can like evaluate the circumstances individually. But but basically, if if you're in the middle of a labor contract. You know, I, I mean, I, and, and and management cancels. Uh, management is trying to cancel it. Uh, we're in a stronger position to fight that. Um, but the the thing that may happen is they they may they they may uh, do something where they they say, well, there's there's no work, so you're on break, and we'll pay you sixty percent. Um, that may actually end up being one of the better case scenarios because some management may claim they don't have to pay anything for various reasons. Um, that there's um, uh, there are arguments being being made to that people pay even less, um, and 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 so it's you know it, right now the 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 key is to get organized and to to, to if something like that happens, definitely contact the union or, or and 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 find out what your rights are, um, but. Yeah, I can see what, what I'm really more worried about is like, let's say this thing lasts a year. Well, now we run into the problem of term limited contracts. Um, unless you're permanent, you're not entitled to a renewal. So what ends up happening is people um, aren't offered contracts for the for the following year. And what, what's happened for some some companies uh, and some schools is that they've delayed the start of term and they just they 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 don't give the they're not having given the contracts yet. Um, and so then you what would you would have been earning now, but you're not. And because you're not employed, they're not paying the, um, uh, uh, the or they, they claim you're not employed by them now. They're not paying the QGO Teate, the 60 percent even. So there, there are all these different issues that are that are coming up you know, the, the, for, for people. And, yeah, I can see a world, a devastated economic landscape um, where management feels perfectly entitled to to um, non-renew people, to delay the start of contracts to not offer new contracts but if you're in a labor contract now it's it's harder much harder for management to simply pay you nothing and 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 send you on your way so that happens definitely give us a call okay yeah so it seems like now there's time to join a union at some point if if because this is like i think like even like jet people right i know you don't deal with jet but let's just say talk about jet for a second yes we yes we have jet excuse me absolutely yeah we haven't done anything yet with that but we we have uh, people joining from jet you know everybody who works in japan has the right to join a union okay okay that's a fact um the negotiating rights for alts is another issue we can get into later because that's becoming um 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 interesting so uh, uh, can I talk a little bit about that? Yeah, yeah. And I, I want to – you could you, pl- please go with your point too, but I want to make sure I don't forget this question. I heard that JET has a, a, a clause that says you can't join a union or strike. Is that – I don't know if that's true or not and then go with your point though. Well, let's start with ALTs because put JETs aside for a second. Okay. So um, when we started the ALT local, we wanted direct hire to be a, a priority because we thought we we had this idea in our head and, and the direct hire LTs, there's no middleman, so no money is going to a dispatch company. This was not um, 
we didn't demand this from companies. This was just sort of our idea that we would be moving towards a kind of social campaign that would uh, that would pressure um, that, that would put the pressure on, on boards of education to direct higher LTs and convert people to direct hire. And a lot has intervened in, in, in the, the uh, there's a, a lot has happened since, since we had that thought. The first is that, um, there have been developments regarding the collective bargaining rights of direct hire ALTs. So if you work for a company, it doesn't matter if the company's dispatching to the government or not, all of your trade union rights are sacrosanct. But if you are in a, uh, if you're working uh, as a civil servant, your trade union rights get abrogated in various ways, depending on what kind of civil servant you are. And ALTs, direct hire ALTs, have been employed under what's called Chiho Komuinho, which is uh, the local civil servants uh, law. Under And if you're under local civil servants law, you don't actually have all of those constitutional trade union rights that I described, unless you're what, what's called tokubetsu shoku, a tokubetsu shokuin. And ALTs happen to be in that exception. So they had their trade union rights. And so we could demand collective bargaining at Tokyo Board of Education. Are you following me so far? Yes, yes, I got it. Yes, totally. There was a reform to this law. And whenever we hear reform, we think it's a good thing naturally. But when I hear reform, I I brace for impact because reform is often really, really bad for unions and and workers. And this reform uh, created a system. And I I, I wrote it down because I sometimes forget it. um, But I want to get it right. So let me just read it. Um, apologies if I butcher this. Um, Kaike nendo inyo shokuin. Okay, so this is uh, shokuin part is employee, but the rest of that is like a like yearly yearly appointed staff, and they are now being reclassed. Direct hire ALTs. Um, direct hire ALTs are being reclassed there, and so. As being reclassed there, they're kind of in this mix where they've got they're, they're, they they don't have all of their trade union rights, just like government employees don't have all of their trade union rights. But they don't have any of the real benefits of being a civil servant that we think of being a permanent employee with kind of a lifetime job and maybe maybe some some benefits. None of that really applies to a yearly employee. So um, this reform is, did, did a real job on trade union rights for direct hire ALTs. There are options. Um, there are sort of quasi-union-like options that the, the direct hire ALTs can something called a, can you can create something called a shokuin dantai, um, which is like a, an association that management will negotiate with. But yeah, the the we're still navigating what this new system is going to mean for direct hire ALTs. Yeah, real, so, quick, real quick, let me stop you there because I talked yeah, about this I'm before. Yeah, I'm sorry. About, yeah, because <laughs> I, I, I've talked about this before uh, how this is bad for direct hires because a part of this is. Uh, uh, that every year you have to reapply for your job too, right? Is that that's part of that? I mean, <laughs> have to reapply for your job. I mean, I'm sure that's one way that that, that boards of ed- that's been something that boards of education have been gravitating towards. Maybe that's the reason why. Um, you know, but I'm pretty sure boards of education could 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 just treat it as a renewal if they wanted to, but they're they're going that route. Um, I think maybe. Um, uh, yeah, I. I I'm not sure if that law stipulates that they have to go through a process of rehiring. I should be uh, be clear about that, but that it, it seems logical that that would be part of it, since it is this kind of yearly yearly appointed system. Um, just to address the Jet's points, yeah. um, Jet has always been a little bit weird because it's a it's it's this kind of program, right? So it's not. Um, 
Um, uh, it, it doesn't it doesn't really fit all of these traditional categories, but um, I've seen some jet contracts that um, that, that put them under the uh, the local civil service law as well. So there, like I said, there will still be options to negotiate with management, but we're going to have to navigate some new territory with that. Mm. So because yeah, I want to know because you know Jet still went through the full hiring process last year, and obviously some people are scheduled to become in Japan. Some some would have been here already in early departure, but that, that's that's going obviously. So what what do you what would you what what should they be doing now? I mean, if you're uh, uh, you know obviously not on the contract yet, I don't believe, but you I got accepted to Jet. What should those people be thinking right? now you mean people who are abroad yeah, yeah people that are, yeah sitting in sitting massachusetts that got accepted to to interact this uh, to to jet this year that are waiting you know for their time to go to japan but what, what are they supposed to do sit in massachusetts at home under quarantine and stay safe that's the first thing everyone should be thinking of doing um don't get on a plane to japan okay you know i'm uh, i want tozen to grow but not not like that um, yeah, the first thing you should be thinking about is your safety and your family, you know, and, and, and all of that. Now, of course, that's, you're also, you, my wife came here on jet and I know the anticipation, uh, that she had when she came over here. Um, and, uh, uh um, the disappointment that you can't have that adventure must be over, you know, really overwhelming, but that, you know, we'll, we'll get past this, that adventure, I, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll be, we'll be there. So, you know, I say first take care of that. But then, you know, the other thing people need to think about always is get organized. Once you're here, you know, meet up with other ALTs, join a union, because even if even if trade union rights get abrogated to the extent that, OK, maybe jets aren't uh, allowed to strike. OK, um, civil servants aren't allowed to strike. Uh, but, but let's say that that's um, that's something that um, that people have in mind. Well, that doesn't mean that there aren't options when you're organized. You can still do public relations campaigns. We can there are, um, there's social media that we can use. There are always there's press conferences. There are always ways to to, to raise the profile of issues and improve working conditions. There's always I, I know that, that you want to strike a cooperative tone, but I like to say there's always a way to fight. You know, there's 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 always a way to, to, to fight. So even if if the law changes and it turns out that that um, uh, or there's a the law changes and it turns out that we need to be more creative about how we approach uh, approach improving working conditions and negotiating with management, or even if it turns out that um, you know there's a pandemic and we have to get creative about the methods and tools that we use. Uh, that's fine. We get organized first because if you're approaching this alone and you don't, um, you don't meet the other ALTs and you don't uh, talk to people who've had some experience or know the resources to get your questions answered, then uh, you're just going to be floating and you don't want that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so two questions here for me. Um, first of all, uh, so just wanted to put a put a bow on that point. So you're right. If if the jet is categorized as a civil servant, they they are not supposed to be able to, to strike and join a union. But you said there's kind of other ways to do that. that that's well, they can not join a union. Anyone can join a union. Yeah, yeah. They can't join a union, but they can't yeah. strike, right? Yeah, and yeah, striking. By the way, is, I mean, even though striking is a um, a constitutional right, it's not. A, it, there are always steps that you have to do to lead up to a strike. You can't just join a union and go on strike tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not that that would be a smart strategy or the right thing to do anyway. You know. Yeah, okay. So. Okay. So I heard that rumor before, but I want to make check it with you. Okay. So th- then, um, now I want to know if. It seems to me that it's kind of a scary time. It's a scary time for everyone. But if I'm an LT in Japan, is it? 
I mean, it's it's okay to be pretty scared about your job. I mean, I know you're saying there's you should be okay. If you're in a contract right now, you're safe. But if I don't have a contract, or your let's say your school like didn't sign you for the start of the term, it's kind of really scary right now, right? First of all, yeah, it's a scary time, and um, I, I want to just clarify. Yeah, I didn't intend to make people feel relaxed. I yeah. never intend to make people feel relaxed. Uh, don't be relaxed about your job. Be anxious and be be nervous about it. Put that nervous energy somewhere. No, just because you have a contract, that doesn't mean you're relatively safe. It means that there are more legal options if management does decide to to just dismiss you for this or and not pay you. Um, if you're within a, a, a contract, if you're, if you if you haven't been, if you haven't signed that contract yet, if they haven't extended that contract yet, I also think there are options to fight. But even if you're a Seishine, even if you're a permanent employee, employee, you know, management can always break the law and then you still have to, you know, fight. So, you know, I, I don't think safety is what people should be feeling right now. And I don't want, I don't want to communicate for anyone in any contract situation in the atmosphere of safe, uh, of safety. But what I want to communicate is urgency. So you, you want to go out there and you want to get organized and, and, and now because you don't want to wait until something happens. You want to get out ahead of it. And if something's already happened, you want to get out of ahead of the next thing that's going to happen. So, yeah, no, we're, we're on the same page. It's OK to be scared. But what's not OK is to do nothing about it. That's yeah, never yeah. been OK. Do something. And, you know, one thing we can do is get together and and fight and have each other's back. Yeah. And especially because you know, more stuff is going to happen here. Like, you know, this is not, even if it's coronavirus is done tomorrow, there's going to be some things about working. It's not going to be like, just go to school the next day and everything's back to normal. I don't think it's going to be like, all right, well now summer vacations over. How does that work with your contract? You know? Okay. Well now we're going to have to do Saturdays. How does that work with the contract? You know, that's a lot of question marks, right? I mean, it seems to me there's a lot of things that are yet to be decided. And I know you don't have, you can't say which way it's going to be. And Japan can't say which way it's going to be. We've got to find out. So it's better to have a team behind you, I think. If I was an ALT, I would definitely be wanting to feel the safety, at least, of people that are in the same position as me, kind of, you know? Yeah, I, I, they're, they're, we can draw strength from each other. Um, and, and so I, I agree completely with what you just said. And and the only thing I would add to it is is a message to management, too. Anyone who's listening, because I know you have, you have, I assume you have listeners who are in management as well. It's not just uh, LTs, uh, maybe people who are who are in more coordinator roles or, or operating in human resources. Am I right about that? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Look, you know, um, we have to hammer out the details together. We have to sit down and talk it out. So my message to management is, you know, and, and saying, uh, you know, follow Interact's example the last time this happens and Interact, please keep following that example that you followed before, which is definitely don't be afraid. Of course, you know, people are get, the ALTs are going to get organized and they're, of course, they're more likely to get organized now. Talk to the union, sit down, work it out. Because a, the union is is obviously there to represent the interests of of the members, and of course we'll advocate for the members. And but it, the, the the one thing you don't want to do is say, "Oh, I don't have to deal with this now. I've got other important things to do." Because it's Corona time. No, the important thing for you to do is to is to handle taking care of your employees, and that and part of that care is negotiating in good faith, in real good faith, not just the legal minimum good faith to try to make sure that, that we figure out a, a path forward together. You know, uh, unions are much more flexible <laughs> with management that, that, that operates in good faith. And so just do it and bite the bullet. It's not, I know it's not your favorite thing to do, but bite that bullet so that we can, we can all be socially responsible together. 
Um, how about, um, it's my last doom and gloom kind of question. I've had a lot of doom and gloom here in my last few questions, but last one. Um, I, I think if they're, if man, let's say economics, economy of Japan is going to be worse than it is today. It's, it could be, who knows how bad it's going to get. Right. I think a lot of board of education will say, what can we cut? You know, and, and I don't, I'm not a, I don't pretend to be an expert, but it seems like a very cuttable thing is the, the ALT job. I mean, do you, is that, is that possibility you think that they might come to that conclusion as well because it is a very it's cool to have it definitely helps people's education in some schools and if they're used correctly but it seems like it's a cuttable thing if they have to go to make some cuts right you think japan is going to be economic well okay first of all you're not getting me on record saying the alts are cuttable <laughs> yeah yeah okay <laughs> okay japan i'll, I'll respond to you if, if, if you're if you're a if you're a cutter if that's what your job is yes. the board of education the local board of education let me ask you this if japan's economically in the um um toilet, uh, toilet. In bad straits yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't is the thing you want to do to to uh, the, the the children who are going to have to navigate the remnants of that economy when they when they get older make them less competitive? You think language okay. education is, is like? If I have one regret growing up, it's that I didn't actually study Japanese as a kid because man, that would have helped me. How would I have known that it would have? I don't know, but. Any language learning is extremely important. It's good for the brain, um, even if you never use the language. So um, you know, this isn't uh, – ALTs and having interaction uh, and teaching people in, in a world that will be global no matter what, global in terms of the economy, global in terms of pandemics, global – in terms of, you know, after the Olympics, there will still be a globe if there's no, <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, come on, it's not cuttable. It's saying, it's, it, you know, saying that somehow language is more cuttable than, than uh, foreign languages are more cuttable than math. That's an absurdity. You know, I know math and science are important, of course, I think, all, but, but teaching people to teaching people to interact globally uh, is important. You know, I mean, I, I think that it shouldn't be it, it shouldn't be a matter of cutting ALTs. It should be a matter of investing in language education and not just English language education, but there are other languages that having having people around your board having around your schools would, would help as well. So, you know, don't yeah, I mean of course everyone is always looking for that argument how we can cut, but you know, education is not cuttable. It's not essential in that we should be sending teachers into a pandemic, but it's essential in other ways. And, you know, I, yeah. I, I we should resist that. But yeah, there's always a danger that someone's going to cut something and you just have to, that's why we have to keep raising the profile of, of how important what ALTs do and how important that is. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, was, I guess I was more specifically saying ALT, ALTs themselves. I mean, education, obviously, I think is very important. But, you know, that's it's, it's, I'm just trying to get myself in the mind of the BOEs, the mysterious BOEs. You don't know what they're thinking, right? I don't know if that's going to happen. But it seems like, it, 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 you know, there's a possibility. But, Jerome, you made a good, good case there. So, please, don't cut it, BOEs. Um, <laughs> I want to know, how about, how about this last question? A little bit, seems like a, a, a silly thing now somehow. But let's talk about the... The job of Tozen Union. So, yeah. how about the twenty nine point five hours rigmarole? As you know, uh, twenty nine point five hours thing. You know, you know how, what that is. Obviously, the contracts, yes. the part time stuff. Can you guys fight for that as well, or is that kind of something like what? If, here's a question I want to ask you. Let's say I'm working thirty two point five hours in, in in the classroom, but I'm assigned to be twenty nine point five. Can I talk to you and say, hey? What's going on here? This is ridiculous. Even though it's only three hours, I'm still going above what I'm supposed to get. I should be getting health insurance, all that kind of crap. Can you help with that? That kind of situation? 
Well, so first of all, um, I'm going to um, approach that. Can you help with that question? So um, yeah. I think that I want to I want to clarify another misconception about unions um, or m- maybe a misconception about about what I think unions are supposed to do. Um, no. Unions don't help. I know that's that's that sounds I mean, of course, you can come in for consultations. And of course, yeah, there are ways in which we help each other. But there's this sort of help center mentality and a lot of unions, too. And um, unions, if you say, can the union help with that? No, the union can't help with that. But here's what a union does. You can help the union fix that problem by joining and by being part of collective bargaining. And if there's collective action against where we go on strike or we, we, we decide to file uh, what's called a um, – oh, geez, I'm, I'm losing it – a cock, uh, um, Shikaku Kakunin Seiku uh, with uh, the um, pension office to confirm yeah. whether you're eligible for Shikai Hoken enrollment. If you're involved in that process, then you can help us as a movement stop this 29 and a half hour fraud that a lot of ALT companies, um, you know, uh, uh, and other, not just ALT companies, but a lot of companies in general um, are, are purveying to avoid Shikai Hoken enrollment. Yeah. So, and this isn't silly now. This is essential now because what is Shikai Hoken? Shikai Hoken is the employee's pension system combined with the health insurance system that employees are enrolled in. And it's talk about essential and not silly now. Health insurance, having your your um, your healthcare paid for, now is the time to be really concerned about that. And there are a whole bunch of ALTs who are left outside of that system because of that twenty nine and twenty nine and a half hour stuff. That turns out also to, as you pointed out, not be true. So here's what I say: document your hours. We're pressuring Interact right now. That's a, a standing demand to follow the law, and objectively track the hours of the ALTs that are working for them. Not you know, not tell them what their hours should have been and then rewrite the sheets or whatever, but actually do it uh, and and enroll everybody regardless in Shikai Hoken because health insurance and pension, those are basic human rights and how many hours you work shouldn't even have anything to do with whether you're in those systems. So you, it, So my message, my response to you is if you all out there want to help Tozen Union fight to get everyone in the country enrolled in Shikai Hoken if they're working, join a union and help us. Because it, otherwise, if we don't have you helping us, no, we're not going to win it. Mm-hmm. There you go, guys. Jerome, lots of stuff. I guess to finish up, though, I want to know how did you get this position, right? Because I've seen a lot of people are out there listening and say, yeah, hey, I want to fight for that too. How do they get to be someone like Jerome? How do, we, how do you get to be your position and how did you, kind of, did you get into it? Well, um, <laughs> there was a lot of comp- there's not a lot of competition for my job, um, but um, let's let's start with that. But so I have always been um, sort of an activist type. I was uh, in, in graduate school. I was more involved in the anti-war movement, resisting the the Iraq War. But uh, I've always had a, a a special feeling about labor because it just seems to me we spend most of our time at work. So that seems to me the one place where we could do most of our activism and really make an impact on the world is to make an impact on that corner of our world, right? Where we work. So, um, the, uh, when I was living in Seattle, I was part of, uh, I, I got involved with the AFL CIO working America program and eventually found my way to becoming an organizer for SEIU 775 Northwest, which is a home health care worker. It's a home care. Sorry, it's a long term care workers union, which includes home health care, nursing home, that kind of thing. Um, 
and I was very young when I was doing it and I kind of burnt out because, you know, that young organizers often burn out because they don't, you know, have the skills yet to sort of deal emotionally with some of the pressures. Um, and then uh, so I, I decided to do a lot of people do in that situation. Look, take a year in Japan. I, I, I had mentioned before my wife was already here because she uh, she came over as an ALT. I joined her here um, um, and I wasn't an ALT. I was an Aikawa teacher. I worked at Eon and, you know, just have my year in Japan. And now that was in 2006. So you see my years lasted a little longer. Um, one thing led to another. And, and, and uh, when Tozen was founded, uh, I, not knowing really any Japanese, knowing very little about labor law here or, and knowing very little in general, I just kind of threw myself into it. And, and um, I worked with a, another organizer, um, my mentor, Louis Carlett, who's taught me everything I know. Um, he would make a good interview, by the way, probably much more, um, probably much more polished than me. He taught me, he suffered through a lot of um, struggle sessions with me over Japanese language, and as well as uh, teaching me, you know, how to be an organizer in Japan, just like learning how to be an organizer on Mars at the time. And, you know, over time, the unions, we were 80 people when we started, we're over, uh, we're at 340 now. So we're, we're growing um, um, slowly, but we're, we are one of the few unions that are growing. And the way you, the way you become me, if that's really what you want to do is, you know, join Tozen and say, I want to get as involved as possible. And we will load you up with work as much as you want. And, um, and, uh, and, and it's fun, you know, in its own way, it's not for everyone. But Activism, they're, they're, if you don't want to become an organizer, that's fine. But you can make a contribution. You can you can join. You can you can, you, and that and, and an organizer is just one piece of it. Like I, I I'm not even nearly the most important um, thing you know, person in the union. Not even close. I'll give you an anecdote, uh, maybe like labor commission, something we do here. So if management violates our trade union rights, we can file a case with labor commission where um, I get to kind of be a pretend lawyer. <laughs> and I would much rather have a weak case and 20 members sitting behind me than a strong case and one member sitting next to me. Like it's the showing you know, we have a saying in Tozen, solidarity is showing up. You know, and I, I like to say showing up isn't half the battle. It is the battle. So if you, you know, if you want to become an organizer, great, you know, send me an email. But if you want to become a become a member, that is and take all that responsibility on. Um, that is much, much more um, of an impact than you can possibly imagine. Show up and, uh, and of course, um, get as involved as you want. There you go, guys. So, Jerome, uh, I want to send people, where can people, if they want to join the Tozen Union or just want to learn about what you guys are doing, where can they go? Okay. So, I want to give the uh, all of the uh, vital statistics here. So, first of all, um, our email address, sorry, our, um, our um, URL, www. Sorry, I think we could just do it now, tokyogeneralunion.org. You don't need the www anymore because it's not the 90s. Um, <laughs> tokyogeneralunion.org. You can email us at info at tokyogeneralunion.org. You can email me at, sorry, uh, info at, um, sorry, info at uh, tokyogeneralunion.org. Yes, that's right. You can email me at um, tozenrothman, T-O-Z-E-N dot Rothman at gmail.com. Uh, I haven't converted my email address to our Tokyo General Union um, uh, email domain to the chagrin of our IT director, so I have to do that soon. Um, we also have the Tozen Corona hotline, and I uh, stupidly forgot to memorize that beforehand, so if you'll just give me one quick yep. minute. 
to no that up. You can call us. It's a Skype number. Um, so that means that, it, that the connection might be shoddy, but then I'll get your number and call you back if that happens. And that's 050-5532-4405. Call anytime, um, you know, between noon and 8 p.m. Um, and, um, that, and, and we can handle... Inquiries in any language, uh, I should say any language, uh, (laughs) but definitely English, French, uh, Japanese, and even Tagalog. If you send me a message in Tagalog, I won't be able to read it, unfortunately, but I can get some help with it. So we, we want people to reach out to us. And, you know. The last thing I'll say is if you do reach out to us, reach out to us with a mind of taking action. Um, I know that um, we've talked a lot about despair in this podcast today, and um, I I don't like the emotion of hope, so I'm not trying to give you hope. You know, If you're feeling despair, I don't want you to, to, to respond with, well, I hope it'll get better. I want people to take one message and one message only. Take action, even from your house, even from your Skype uh, account or from your Zoom account. There are actions that we can take together. This is a time for action. It is not a time for retreat. And we together can do something to improve our working conditions and to to do the right thing by Japanese society and by global society by keeping ourselves and everyone else safe from this terrible pandemic. There you go, Jerome. You're doing some good work. Great talk today. Learned a lot of stuff. Hopefully helped a lot of people learn as much as they can to know, hey, guys, Taking action is the important part. So, Jerome, thanks so much, and hopefully we'll talk down the road another time. Thank you for having me. I really hope you enjoyed today's Inside Japan podcast. Dive deeper into our world and learn more about what awaits you. Check out ALTinsider.com. And for regular up-to-the-minute job postings, check into jobsinjapan.com for the next big gig. Please tune in for our regular excursions into the world of Japan and good luck. Gambate!